I'm gonna start if I can start getting some ads coming in. Like if people start paying me to talk about their me undies. <laughs> no, like mm-hmm. you know. We're going. We're going. Oh, what's up, you guys? We're back. It's uh, two days after Christmas. I got the one and only uh, Benny Pendergrass live in the building. What's up, man? Yo, yo, what's up? Give me that. All right. Yeah. You were like the first episode or the second episode? Was I? I think so. With the with Jack, not your vinyl answer guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never liked that joke. Huh? No, I just don't. I, I like the joke. It was just not good timing. Yeah, because we were telling the story. And yeah, we were telling were. it, and then he interrupted the story to tell that joke. Yeah. So it was it was a good joke. Yeah. Just uh, oh, you know, but, but I've done worse. What's up with you, man? Not much. Enjoy your holiday. Yeah, yeah. Went up to New York and. When'd you go up to New York? Um, we were up in New York for the weekend. Oh, we went to my sister-in-law's and then we went to Brooklyn and that's ill and that kind of stuff. Wait, yeah. your sister-in-law, best sister, lives in Brooklyn. She lives in Long Island. Oh, she lives in Long Island. A friend of ours lives in Brooklyn. We stayed there. That's ill. Did you go in front of Marcy Projects and Harlem Shake like that white girl did? No, I did. I went. I took pictures last year. I was in Brooklyn. I, I went into Marcy and took a. a did you picture. go to Brownsville? No, I went to where Biggie lived, and I went to Marcy. That's That's crazy. Yeah, I, I walked right in the middle of the projects, not outside. <laughs> I walked in the projects and sat on a bench. That's ill. Did you crack a, a foot? Even though you don't drink, did you crack a forty open and just leave it there? <laughs> leave nah. it there for, for nah, I, I got out. I, I, I was pretty. Uh, I, I got out of the car. I, I was playing uh, uh, Jay Z, where I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's ill. Yeah. But people like looking like, who is this? Nah. nah Yo, no. turn that up. <laughs> no one cares. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think no one cares like that? Because the city is so big and that stuff happens like every couple of days. No, because I don't think it's that, that big a deal. I don't think the projects are that. They don't care about stuff like that. I don't think the people in the projects care, and I don't <laughs> think people... Do you remember that uh, video from like a year or two ago, maybe a little bit longer than that, where uh, I don't know who was interviewed. It was like some type of show, but they're interviewing this lady, and then she's like, fuck ISIS, they killed Biggie. You remember that? I don't. <laughs> remember that shit? I don't. This lady spazzes. She's like wearing like nurse scrubs. She looks, she looks like she's on her way to or from work. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm tired of these ISIS niggas. They killed Biggie. I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> she just resurfaced on Insta- on the internet and she's about to be really, f- I hope she ends up being really famous. Her name, yeah. her name on Instagram is Brownsville Queen 35. Oh, okay. It's, if you want to laugh, if you want to really feel like you're like Well, is, um. Who's the Harlem Shake? Some some white girl a couple of weeks ago. I could show you the video, actually. It's on my phone. Some white girl on Jay-Z's birthday went to Harlem. I mean, not to Harlem. Went to Marcy, the, the project building she was from. And she did, did the dance in front of his. She Harlem Shaked in front of his, front of his house. And people, oh, really? Yeah, and people said she was clout chasing and that she was just some white devil and all this stuff. <clears throat> I don't know how I feel about that. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, I just took What's his birthday, uh, December fourth. Yeah, according to that song. Yeah, <laughs> according to that song. And his mom, his mom talks to him. She's like, Sean was. Yeah, when he can you believe that he was riding a two wheel bicycle yeah. on his own. 
He was the best boy I could have ever asked for. But you know, he's know, like shooting his brother. When his pop, you know, when his pop I don't left. I that video is. I had that video on my phone. Um, oh, so, here you go. Yeah. It's very visual. <laughs> it was just some white girl <laughs> dancing. Is my is my screen too uh, dark? Let me turn the brightness up. Yes, yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy. She can dance though. Hold up, look at this. She can dance her. Yeah, I don't know if this is really good for a podcast. We're I mean, looking it's at still stuff. audio. I mean, we people can. Can Google you edit it. this out, Chris? I edit it. I'm not going to edit it out. Huh? <laughs> this is people funny. People want to hear us talking, uh, watching a video. It's funny. Look at that dance. You can't even see it. Look, now you're getting phone calls. <laughs> trifling, man. I'm trifling. I don't know, man. How are you you acting so crazy. You, you want to get sponsors, man. They're not going to want to. Podcasts frequently have videos that people can't see, but they find on their own. And they still think it's funny. Oh, all right. I got to say, that video's out of pocket. <laughs> Why? I'll just leave it. Because she's that. super white. It's a blonde hair woman. Uh, she looks like she just left like a NYU or whatever school. No, She's I, wearing Tim's. No, it's not even that. I'm saying, uh, I'm saying, it's like knowing your audience, right? It's like knowing the people you're talking to. Like we were talking on the way here about Twitter, like people yeah. asking LP and Killer how, Mike yeah, how, how they feel, feel about, about cursing. cursing. Like you're gonna dance like that in front of Marcy, looking like, and he's married to Beyonce. Yeah, like what? What kind of birthday present? Or <laughs> like, like that's not a birthday present. Yeah, he doesn't. Or want she's it. not doing that. Like she's doing that for herself. Yeah. So when she goes back to school, like here, here's my picture of Marcy. Oh hell yeah! I thought that was the same Eagles hat for a second. Nah, no, nah, it's right? a different Eagles hat. Cough up a lung. Yeah, doing your thing. I've never been in New York, man. I always say that, and I never go. Yeah, but I visit. I visit. I've been to like Queensbridge. Hell yeah! I get all those places. Not for like the. Um, yeah, I'm trying to go to Queensbridge. Smoke some dust. Smoke some dust. Hang out on the rooftop. Dude, you're gonna get killed. <laughs> Smoking some dust. Smoke some dust. <laughs> Look off. Just hang out with that fanny pack. Yeah, with my fanny pack. Yeah, yeah. Pull a tiny bottle of henny out the fanny pack. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And hang out crying on the corner. Chinks got killed on. <laughs> oh, like, Why? What the happen? Like, Why not me, Lord? <laughs> Don't just. I'm looking stab for you. I'm looking for DNA evidence. I'm like, I'm like sweeping the scene. I'm following shell locations that aren't from that murder. You'll be sitting there like crying, like, yeah, this is where Chinks got it, man. Yo, like, this could have happened. Where, where are you from, Philly? Why are you up here crying? <laughs> You can't be eating a beef steak, drinking, <laughs> drinking bags. That's me too, though. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh man, I took some dust and <laughs> and some mushrooms. Yeah, he's like, oh, now you're doing all. Now you came up here doing, doing mushrooms. Yeah, drinking bags be and beef steaks. You're talking about a great day. Talk about a great day, a great first visit to New York. All right, I've seen this joint before. Yeah, this is the one that they defaced. The mural. Nah. Who's someone to face it? Whose mural did they deface? Not Biggie. They better not have. I think they did. It's probably those hipsters now that live there. Yeah. Yeah. I went into Brooklyn. Right. I I got. You uh, went to Brooklyn. It's like eighty coffee shops. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I went to uh to get some records. Right. So I was driving around Brooklyn, stopped at these spots, and I went to get records. A record store by Biggie's ha- uh Biggie's house. Yeah. 
I walked into a record store. All they had was like techno and like <laughs> White House music. Yeah. Not like President White House music, but not like House House music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was crazy. And they serve coffee. Yeah. I was like, yeah. They, I was know like, their, they know their audience. I was like, guys, you know, Biggie grew up a few blocks. I was like, what do you think he'd say <laughs> if he was still alive? If he came in he here saw, for 40 years. They looked at me. They all had tight jeans. They had their hat. And and one of them had their hat, and it was rolled up like this. Like Meek? Like really small. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think like Meek. I'm Meek thinking like that. Devo. Oh, like that like that dude? Yeah, like that kind the of The Lego thing. looking hat? Didn't their hats look like Legos or something? Yeah, or you know how it's really tight, rolled up, like Joe Pesci in Home Alone. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Is that what's is, what's uh, your favorite Christmas movie? Trading Places. That is a Christmas movie. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, people don't give it credit for that. That's people okay. also don't act like it's a, it's not a hardcore Philly movie. It's all Philly. It's all Philly, and then Twin Towers. And then what? Yeah, the Tim, that's it. Yeah. I love Trading it's places. a Philly movie. It's Christmas. What's your favorite part of Trading Places? It depends on what age I was. Hmm. When you first seen it, the titties. <laughs> what's her name? What's her name again? She's no, but Halloween. the but the dancers too. Oh yeah, the girls dancing the in the house. And the he, he starts getting all crazy. Like, why are you? Why are you doing? The, watch the rug. This yeah. rug's four thousand dollars. That's one of so, my favorite parts of the movie, right there, is when he realizes that they're all disrespecting him. He's like, "Who been smoking cools on my carpet? <laughs> Who been smoking cools?" Yeah, he's yeah. getting all crazy. He gets so pissed, and it's like his like he just got the money. He's already like, "Man, I'm tired of this shit." <laughs> yeah. Hey, wow! Everyone get out. Yeah, um, I'm trying to add movie reviews to the but podcast. Then later on, the Santa Claus when he's on the bus and he pulls out a salmon. <laughs> on the bus, he bites it's and all he in takes his beard. a bite out uh, of It's all in his beard. It's all in his beard. And, uh, you know, there's all stage. The gorilla at the end, yeah, getting ready to bang the dude. Yeah, rape that dude. Yeah. So, but but That's now it's just the overall story. It's a it's a great movie. They don't make movies that good anymore. Nah, just those not, guys not, not going comedies. to the poorhouse. Yeah, losing their seats, and then you see him in uh. What was the movie after that? Coming to America. Mm-hmm. And Eddie Murphy gives the money to the homeless dude. And he's like, Mortimer, we're back in it. Like he gives him like 10 G's or something. Oh, yes. yeah. Call back to that. They don't make good comedies like that anymore. They no. make good horror movies. I just watched. Uh, I just watched Bird Box. Yesterday. Yeah, I, I saw that. You saw that? I think I saw like. The- you saw Bird Box too? It was really. Oh wait, good. there's a Bird Box too. No, they no. just made Bird Box. <laughs> people are already cl- asking for a sequel, like on Reddit and Twitter and stuff. People love that movie. Yeah, it was really good. I saw it right when it came out. I didn't know it was a, a couple big days deal. ago. Because it came out like the 21st or something. Yeah, I saw it on Saturday. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, that's a great job. Uh, I was uh really surprised, but I'm not big on horror movies. I feel like a lot of them are usually cheesy. Not well delivered. Like like three bad actors and like one good one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really. Uh, I, I like that one. That wasn't as scary. I, I do like some of the. Um, the concept is really terrifying. I do like I do like uh, like suspense. That was more suspenseful than. It's like a thriller. Yeah. I had some scary parts, but like I really. I also like things like um uh 
what what is it like the 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 killing that like kind of dark suspenseful where they just i I think it was a netflix show oh the haunting hill house no it took place in um seattle or something the one frazier no no (laughs) no that movie that show was scary in a different way (laughs) niles man i I like the show niles was a he was a hate to face yeah, yeah, his yeah, brother yeah. just kind of in his like voice. Like Brendan Fraser, like I kind of. Yeah, he took Fraser and then made him even more annoying. Yeah, well, Easier he just he was face. like the really annoying version of Fraser. Yeah, who already was pretty annoying. Yeah. Oh, did you put okra in that? Oh, I would he never eat. put okra. He would never even eat okra in a stuffed uh, duck. When they fall squash game, talks <laughs> yeah. like a fake British accent. Are you making a confit? <laughs> like, I like that show so much, man. That's my shit. Yeah, no, I know. It's yeah. cool. The Black Fraser Crane, man. That's my name. No, no. I, I like that. I just don't I like, like the dad. The dad's cool. The dad's cool. He's always drinking beer, Valentine's, mm. sitting on the couch. That's all I aspire to do in my older, older years. In, in the show, what do you think would happen to Fraser if he brought home a black woman? What do you think his dad would say? He'd be like, good job. You think so? Because <laughs> his dad's cool. Is his dad cool? <laughs> his dad's cool. Does he ever I just, bring? I don't think. Yeah, he never brings home. He just keeps bringing home older and older white women. Yeah, like it's just Seattle. I yeah, feel it's just like. Seattle. There's no, there's no black people in Seattle. At least not in the city. Yeah, I don't know about Seattle. I would. Uh, my niece, my brother and niece live in Portland. <clears throat> yeah, I'm like it's always easy to love poor people when there's no poverty where you live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that Gross or Uber in his spare time, like 12 hours a week, and he makes like $3,000 off of it? So it's like everyone has is rolling in the dough over there. Like, like I, I, I don't know. Between Family Dollar and Dollar Generals in Germantown, <laughs> I've been called like a white faggot, white bitch, <laughs> punk ass white bitch, yeah. little dick white bitch. <laughs> just walking out, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> like, I've just been called, and they're like, oh, it's great. I'm like, oh, well, sometimes. Like sometimes, like you know, when a line opens up, this happened to me twice. Yeah, a line opens up, right, and the next register is open. I'm the next in line, right? So the cashier will be like, "You're next, come here," because there will be a mad rush for that open yeah. line. Like the people at the yeah. end, they they got to choose when the line starts so that people won't wall out. Yeah. So then, uh, this dude is in line, and she won't. She's like, you're not next. I was like, well, this lady can go. That was behind me or whatever. But then he just starts going off. And then, but the funny thing was, everyone in the store was like, shut the fuck up, shut <laughs> yeah. the fuck up. That's the best oh, part uh, about being in the city is when someone is wild mm-hmm. out and everyone as a community is like, hey man, shut the hell up. <laughs> like when you're in the, one time I was on the bus after the Eagles won the Super Bowl, like three weeks later, and this dude gets on the bus. He was like, go Eagles. He's like drunk. Maybe this was that weekend after. Mm-hmm. It was like that next Monday or whatever. This dude's hammered. He's like, go Eagles. And he starts singing and dancing. So I was like, hey, man, them niggas won last week. Shut the fuck up. And he just sat there like, man, I like the Eagles. He's like so, he's too drunk to even defend himself. He just let it slide. He just shut up, which is he did what everyone wanted him to do. He's way too loud on the bus at 945. Oh, yeah, I was at the Dollar General one time. And my son's like four. Yeah. Right? I Is think this the Dollar, Dollar General, General was fairly new. Across from 
on uh my house on Mannheim. Yeah, on Mannheim. Yeah. So I'm at the Dollar General there. My son's little. And this woman, she has like two kids with her. And they're like going through all kinds of stuff. And she's getting really annoyed. So she's like cursing at the kids. And they're like in the candy section. You know how kids just start grabbing stuff? Yeah. So they're right next to my son. And she's just cursing at them. I was like, yeah, ma'am, can you like, can you not call your, like, my son's right there. I understand that you want to call your like six year olds pussies and stuff. Yeah. Can you not do that? And she's like, that's why he's going to be a faggot. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah. he's four. He's four. I'm like, yeah. he's gay. I don't really care. <laughs> but geez, like, why are you coming? Because he doesn't want to be called pussy at four years old. Yeah. <laughs> that's a weird way. Yeah, I'm like, geez. I, but- pro- I be having a problem with people, and it doesn't matter who they are, but when I see people like yelling at a small child, I'm like, you know, they're like, they don't know why you're, they just see their parents yelling. You're like potentially scarring this little baby. Like one time I was at 27th and Gerard and it was this lady waiting for the trolley. She had a tinier baby in her arms and she had a smaller kid that was like maybe three holding a platter, like a Jamaican D's platter. And it, lo- it looked pretty heavy. So he was like struggling to keep it up. So she was like, she was about to smack. She's like, don't drop my fucking food. And I was like, you know, you, you can hold that, right? You don't have to put your little baby through torture so you can eat. Like, if you want those wings that bad, you could just hold them. You can't uh-huh. be upset with him for dropping it because he's three. Stop yelling at him. You didn't say that. I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> I said it to myself. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start a fight. with. I'm not going to start a fight with that lady. I'm drunk yeah. at a bar. That's not going to be a good look. Oh, no. me, oh, me yelling at that baby over there. <laughs> Bitch, bitch, don't be on that. That baby, I make it worse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, men, drunk men, drunk shouldn't, men shouldn't yell. Then I'm women. all over. I'm all over BuzzFeed. They're like, this drunk piece of shit is attacking mm. women. I can't. I lose my job. <laughs> nah. but it, it is. It is. Uh, and weird. sometimes just like the how loud it gets it's like why are you getting louder like the wor- <laughs> the worse they start talking to the, the louder they get yeah and it's like oh come on man that you should be getting quieter yeah when i when i uh when i get yeah i get quiet the matter i get the quieter i'm like oh, okay. we getting awesome yeah <laughs> even if i don't and a lot the big thing is i don't really discipline my kids physically i more just like make them sit in their room you know, or like I make James do the thing where he sends to get he stands against the wall and he puts his arms out, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I just threaten them. So it's not like I'm gonna hurt them, but it's just funny to like, like I'm gonna give back some, and then they, they get all scared. Yeah, I just kind of like go in like, you know, we were gonna get something, but you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do that you're too. <laughs> but I get really quiet about it. Yeah, or I'll lie. Like we were at Sky Zone and uh. Our hour was about to run on. I was like, it's, it's about to be time to go. James started flipping. I was like, I was just about to get in our hour, but yeah, I'm mm-hmm. like a jerk. Now it's time to bounce. In reality, we were bouncing anyway. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't spending another $80. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's bad parenting right there. <laughs> <laughs> you me, weren't going to do it anyway. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. I was trying to get credit for something you were never it's like It's like that kid in school when you're like in second grade and that one kid has cheese girls and you're like, yo, let me get a cheese girl. And they're like, no. And then you ask them again. And then, you know, and then they're like, no. So they're like, man, fuck you and them cheese girls. And they're like, I was just about to get you some. I was just about to get you some. Yeah. Now you're not getting it. It's, it's like cheating on punishment. What do you mean cheating on punishment? It's like taking the soft way of punishing. Yeah. It's like doesn't really work because the kid knows. <laughs> no, he I knows you because he's your 
No, You're he his dad because he's tiny. He enough. knows you weren't going back in because he knows we you. didn't. Le- we didn't leave yet. We were already in there, and the hour like it, it says on your stick. I'm like, look, we got like four minutes left. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, but he knew his cheap-ass dad. <laughs> I'm not He's cheap. He's like, man, my dad ain't kidding me. <laughs> he already wasn't taking me back in. He'll take, well, kids will take that punishment because yeah. they know it's not even real. Yeah, true that, true that. True yeah, that. I he might, cried, though. Like I, might, I would cry when my dad would do stuff like that, like pretend it was real so he wouldn't get real. Yeah. He would do some, oh, I was going to take you to Hershey Park this weekend. <laughs> I knew he was never going yeah, to do it. Yeah, that's like my pop. I'll probably use this shit. i like, oh, oh, man, I was so excited. Because that's far, far from the tree, man. I'm right there with him, man. That's it. That's what, you, that's what you're saying right now. Well, if 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 I acted like, oh, you weren't going to do that anyway, then it'd be like twice as worse. So I'd be yeah. like, oh, man, I I'm really wanted dad. to go. I really wanted to go, Paul. <laughs> Paul, I really wanted to go. One Don't do I that. Did. That <laughs> was my favorite thing in the planet was doing that. I can't believe you're taking that away. <laughs> but if you act like you don't care, then he'd take your bike. He'd take yeah. everything. You he'll can't leave you the house. Yeah. You can only eat eggs. Like, he gets all kinds of... I hated eggs, too, as a kid. He gets all kinds my of... My dad, uh, one for, like, uh, a whole summer. This is, like, a summer I finally started seeing him a lot. I'm, like, 12 or or whatever. Mm. He starts... Every time he would pick us up... He was picking me up way earlier than before. He used to pick me up at, like, 6. We go to a Chinese buffet. Then I come home. Now, during the summer, he's coming to get me at, like, 3 o'clock. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm thinking he's about to die or something. He's like, I'm looking for a house. He's taking me and my sister to go look at houses. And he's like, man, you gonna get a room here... You know, we walking around these houses. I'm starting to get a little bit excited because I'm like, if I get in trouble, I can come here. And then it just. Hold don't... on. Can you start over? What? Oh. I was just thinking about the next thing I was going to say. <laughs> I totally blocked out. My dad starts. Said, I apologize. My dad starts taking us to look at houses. He keeps telling me and my sister he's going to buy a house. And he's mm-hmm. like, look, this will be your room. And he's trying to get us all excited. Now, my sister's really hyped. She's like, oh, I can put this there because she's kind of like a teenager. She kind of, mm-hmm. you know, wants to get from under her mom a little bit. Yeah, and I just remember thinking, I'm like, man, I ain't gonna never be in none of these goddamn. <laughs> I'm like, I'm never gonna be in any of these goddamn houses. Like, why is this? Why is this nigga lying to me? And then one day, while we were in the car, he was like, No, I'm really about to get this house. So y'all gonna come live with me, you know, full time? And I started crying because I was like, the idea of me having to stay with this man is probably the worst. Like, I would rather, I much rather just like go stay with my grandma or sleep on the bench or something. Like, I can't. I was like, I can't mm-hmm. do that. And then he was like, oh, man, I'm not going to get that house. And I was like, oh, good. I was like, oh, good. I finally started to believe him because he was all serious. For like four weeks, we just kept looking at houses. Then it dawned on me. I cried. And then I let it go. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, dude, are you in therapy yet? No. Why you say that? Because, need man, therapy? You need therapy. Every time I bring up my dad, you're like, you need to let that go. I have <laughs> let it go. Every podcast. I, I accept it. <laughs> We've done two podcasts. It's okay. It's not We've even. We've done two podcasts. Or radio show. Okay. It's not even a big okay. deal. Yo, can, can we just say Guess it's I'm... not even that big of a deal? Okay. All right. It's not. We we just got to get help for I our I love shit. you, man. I love you, too. <laughs> I'm just keeping it 100. That shit bothers you, man. It don't bother me that bad. It bothers you enough. Nah. Tell by how much you drink. I don't drink that much anymore, oh, man. Stop. I so, yo, come on, man. Ask Chris. Uh, ask the people who be out here with me in the streets. Your boy, sweet dog, has cut back on his drinking. No, I know a I'm, lot. I'm just, I'm just clowning you. But even if you quit drinking <laughs> and didn't <laughs> drink at all, go. you yeah. should still go to therapy. And it's cool. Yo, when I drink now, more than like two days in a row, my body feels like shit. 
Yeah, I've seen you drink two days in a row. And I feel like shit. You keep telling that story. And I keep complaining. I'm like, I gotta take a shit. <laughs> oh, I can't even drink two days in a row. I've seen you drink three days in a row. Since I feel telling like that shit. story. I feel like shit though. <laughs> I feel you hard. love telling that story. Even though it's not true. I can't even drink two days it's in hard. a row. And you're telling that story when As you've drank three days day in a row. Yeah. It's still hard. I'm not it's not fun. Drinking used to be fun. I used to wake up at five o'clock five thirty, go to work late. <laughs> get off at six o'clock skateboard to a bar and then st- i'll drink till two I-, I felt fine and now i drink i drink like four becks drink four becks on a friday i don't feel regular until like sunday it's not it's not fun anymore what the four backs yeah i'm still gonna do it yeah it's just pain like right now my back hurts so it's on my way to your house skateboarding like how i always do i stepped off the skateboard for a second and my back just went it's like a little turn. Now I feel like I got this weird knot in my back. You're going to be fine. It'll go away. I'm dying, man. I'm old. I'm old. Yeah, dude. I'm old and I'm about to die. And I love all my friends and appreciate you guys. You should give the eulogy at my funeral. I will. You'll be like, he's a better man than he was a freestyler. <laughs> <laughs> he was the best goddamn freestyler I've seen in my life. Look out. I'm just, I'll turn into, no matter what happens. I'll turn it into a suicide about your dad. <laughs> he never quite got over. <laughs> like, you could be shot in a bank robbery. Yeah. I'll be like, he planned it because he wanted it to look like a murder. Yeah. But it was a suicide because he never quite got a, a plane crash. Yeah. Be like, he, he, put, he booked that flight to Bermuda. He paid the pilots. He put dynamite in his carry-on. <laughs> he ate a tiny piece of dynamite, detonated it with his phone. Damn, could someone do that? I don't. <laughs> if you swallow an explosive, like a piece of C4, and then you press the button, could that? that Maybe. Could. You remember, you ever see that stuff? You're a history buff. You might know a little bit about this. During the uh, Cold War. Uh, Maybe during the Cold War. I forget. But like Russians versus somebody, right? They used to send other like leaders of like the army or whatever, or like politicians, they would send them cigars and they was hot, a little piece of dynamite in it. So that when the guy would smoke it and it would get to a certain, like they wouldn't put it right in the front. Cause they knew the guy might check or you could see it, but they would hide it like somewhere in the middle and the guy would be smoking a cigar. And then his head was just, his head would just explode. Oh, the U S would plant that in Russia. Like Russians cigar? would do that. It's like some guerrilla warfare stuff. Russians to themselves. Someone else. I forget. Uh, I could see them just killing off their own generals and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But you can only do it once. Then, because then they're like, you know what? I'm not smoking. No one is dude, smoking cigars maybe anymore. Maybe those dudes love cigars so much they didn't care. Also, this is back in, like, the news probably take a while to get out. You know? If it takes a few weeks. Yeah. To spread. Yo, you know, Johnny has head blown off. He's smoking a cigar. They might not even know it was the cigar. Oh. Uh, they'd be like, the French got this new technology. It just blows your head. <laughs> I just feel like they'd know, like, oh, Stalin found another way to. They already have, like, okay. Uh, they're not eating potatoes. They don't drink vodka from a certain thing. They only get this. No more cigars. They already have a checklist of all the ways Stalin's killed other generals previously. Man. And they stayed. He's killed a lot of people, too. Who? Stalin. Yeah, like 30 million. Or Did he something. kill more than Hitler? Yeah. Hitler's at like, what, 15? 10? Uh, something like that. And then Mao is like the big boss. He's like the big blood. He's at like 50 million or something. Who? Mao. Chairman Mao. Oh, really? He's like starved a bunch of people to death and all that crazy stuff. 
Yeah, Apparently, he's, I know there's a lot of Russians in this country because of Stalin. Yeah, trying to escape communist Russia. Yeah, well, the Jews. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right about that one. Yeah, so the, a lot more Jews left Russia than they did Germany. They had a heads <clears> up. So, yeah, yeah. But anyway, what? What? Uh, <laughs> The Stalin, Stalin always brings a podcast down. He might, I might not, unless you like uh, your Stan, unless you love him. We're just thinking about him as, yeah. It's just not like there's nothing. Isn't it? Isn't it crazy how less violent today's world is? You know, like there's no war where like two million people just died in like six months. You know. Yeah, yeah. In a lot of ways, though, it's it's, it's more violent. Yeah, yeah. Well, just like citizen to citizen all over the place, people are doing like. But there's no giant like. When's that next world war coming? You know. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> It'd be awesome or not. I don't. You know what I mean? <clears throat> this. Uh, I love to get drafted to to the navy late in the game and, and like or like the the air force late in the game and just mm-hmm. like fly fighter pilots and shit and just like. The the citizens in the world. Might cause the next world war, just like the common citizen. Yeah, we should. I, uh, yeah, fight for redistribution of wealth. Like it, it, I, I'm hoping. Just go to go that, to city hall. Like, kick we the just snap. Yeah. You know what I mean. I'm getting tired of it. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> me too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really. What else here. are you tired of out here in the streets? Um, man, there's a lot. I'm tired of people, um, like just the lack of awareness people have about what's going on with people that are different than themselves. Yeah. yeah. Or, um, like social awareness, like people not recognizing that people are different, that they everyone's not from the same neighborhood, same town, same blood and shit. Yeah, the education. I'm really like I wanted. I want to destroy every school. Yeah, because they're not working in in America. <clears throat> like when I when I see my kid memorizing the capitals. Of the country, I want to punch my balls. Yeah, like I literally want to take a hammer. Yeah, it feels better than watching my son and daughter like, do the most useless <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, and then their their worth and their value is based on them knowing stupid shit. Yeah, because I'll tell you what, <clears throat> if you worked for me. And I was like, oh, look, I'm going to send out marketing tools to every capital <laughs> state of the country. Um, give me a list. And now if you started trying to write them down and remember, I'd be like, you're fired. Dude, <laughs> you can get that list in four seconds on Google. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we're not we're still teaching our kids yeah. the same way we taught them. A hundred years ago, which was all like the the entire system, starting from education, 
starting with the workforce, starting with a lot of these jobs is based on a small percentage of people from a certain kind of background to be successful in. Yeah. You know, that's why it's a miracle. You make it on Oprah if you're from like um, Cabrini Green and you get a a high score on the SATs because it's not designed for people that came from a low income house yeah. to be successful, white or black, yeah. let alone to have the patience um to sit at something for free <laughs> and just sit there for hours and try to study, remember, and do all this stuff. You gotta pay for you gotta pay for that test by the way, after the first time. What? So, the SAT. Don't you? Well, I mean, even the PSSAs, yeah. even like yeah, a basic yeah. grade or a test. They take, that, they take that out of your regular school time. I remember that. I remember those tests. Yeah. Three days out the week or whatever, you got to take these stupid tests. Every test. Why do they do that? Should be open book. Like, like, we, we, like we just put so much into these kids and they're young into stuff and memorizing stuff. And a lot of brains yeah, a lot of brain aren't, aren't equipped to do that. Only a certain amount of people. But... Everyone has to try to do something the same way. All 30 kids have to learn the same way. Larger than that, some of these classrooms. Yeah, that only like 1% of that class is able to learn it. You know, it's just, it's disguised. I don't don't think I've ever used the information of uh, state capitals in my life. I've never, I've never, I've never had to recall that. And if I did have to, figure that out you i would just pull up on my phone yeah I think, and a lot of people think the capitals a lot of people get the capitals wrong like people think the capital of pennsylvania is philadelphia but it's not mm-hmm. it used to be the capital it's yeah. not anymore yeah it is really stupid yeah well i think also teachers don't teach enough man like, like gotta, they don't spend the time it's a double-edged sword man in some, in some situations, they don't have the resources or yeah. the time to handle. Like, especially in some of these overcrowded high schools where, like, one teacher will have six different classes filled with 30 kids or 20, 22, 25 kids. Like, they can't possibly make a deep enough connection with all those children to really get an impact. Well, how much time is spent? And this, I use it, how much time is spent of a kid's learning time? hour at home and at school memorizing that kind of stuff like there you'd get more resources if you didn't make them memorize that stuff yeah and had them use their time more efficiently um you know it's a, to you, actually you know it's easy to remember like hands-on experience you know mm-hmm. does that make any sense so like today i was doing some work and if I tried to explain it to someone, I probably couldn't I probably couldn't do it because I haven't done it enough. But I actually know how to do it just based off of doing it a handful of times. If that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, I think if stuff was taught differently, like we don't know what kids would like history or math or science if we taught it differently. Mm. So we, we just teach all this stuff in, in, in a difficult way that makes the kids hate this stuff sometimes i think about homeschooling my kids yeah i met a lot of home you no not me like mary or somebody 
<laughs> so you you're gonna have your kids homeschooled by an Asian woman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> have some Carlton ass kids. Jeez. Nah, she's cool. <laughs> well, they they'll probably have to wear a vest and a bow tie. I'll teach them to homeschool. She'll teach them, you know, like math and science. I'll teach them like how to roll a backwood, like how to tie their do rag. You know, how to do a uh, jail workouts. All right. All right. What? <laughs> Just as long as she might not let you have any power over your kids, you start letting her homeschool them. She'll be like, you're destroying everything I'm trying to do. <laughs> like, what? She's like, They're I my keep, kids. She's like, I keep trying to teach them you calculus. Put, you entrusted them to me. You got to trust me. <laughs> I do want to send them to, because uh, I want them to start learning the they different. Cut their food. Take a bite, set their silver word down. <laughs> Mother, father, I am finished my meal. May I take leave? Yes, young one. I have to, number one. <laughs> James just goes over, he just starts playing uh, the harp. He just uh, he just gets up from dinner table and starts playing the harp. Yeah. Well, he is playing the violin. James is like, so- I have to use the bathroom. And it's... The unspeakable. And you're like, what? You're masturbating? What? And he doesn't even know about that. Oh. What? You got shit? And I'll, be like, I'll be like, in daddy's language. And he'll be like, man, I gotta go take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I want to send them to, because uh, I want them to learn Spanish and Mandarin. Yeah. I want to send them to like a. Uh, Spandarin. <laughs> I want to send them to like uh, the Badlands to like someone's aunt <laughs> or something. <laughs> It just had them spend Saturday afternoons there learning language. And then, alternatively, the next Saturday, go to Chinatown mm-hmm. and spend Saturday with someone's grandma. <coughs> There's a school in Center City that's uh, Spanish immersion. Right. It's called Independence uh, Charter School. Is that like a like a elementary, like K-12? through uh, K-8. through eight. Oh. But the first four years, you're just immersed, immersed in Spanish. Spanish. That'd be great. Yeah. I should check that out. Pretty cool. I know the principal. You know the principal? Mm -hmm. Set me up, boy. Hook me up. He didn't set us up. I didn't want to go there. You didn't want to go. Yeah. I know your style. I didn't want my kids in Center City. Yeah. No, not that young. Well, Isabella goes to Gamp. She wanted to go there. Yeah. Wait, how'd she pick that school from like that book? You know that school book they got? No, it's a music school. And she was really into music. Playing piano and stuff? Piano and the cello. Mm. The cello and singing—that's ill. Yeah, is that still part of her curriculum now? Like doing a bunch of music and art stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, she's trying to get into Kappa or SLA next year. Oh, for high school. Yeah. Oh, she's getting ready for ninth grade. <coughs> yeah, she's in eighth grade now. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. My little brother's in like tenth grade. What's that? My little brother's in tenth grade. He's sixteen. So weird. I remember I wiped his butt. Yeah. Yeah. I was like 10. My mom used to, I used to help my mom take care of him. We used to all hang out. I'll never forget these times. We used to all, me, my little sister, my brother. My little brother was in a, the, like the little, he would just be like sitting in one of those like little bouncy things for kids. Me, my mom, and my sister would play Scrabble. I'll never forget that. He was such a little baby. Now he's a damn near grown man. He came to the Christmas thing at my grandma's house the other day. Wearing a polo sweatsuit and Tim's. And I was like, man, you like you sell weed. He's got he's got two cell phones because his iPhone keeps dying. So I'm like, dog, you like a, a low level drug dealer right now. Like <coughs> he didn't think that was funny though. He had an iPhone? Yeah, he's got an iPhone. He's got an iPhone like six or something. 
Why does he look like a low level drug dealer? Because he's got on a polo sweatsuit, <clears throat> butters. Oh, he has a polo sweatsuit? Yeah. At 16? Yeah. Oh, dang. How do you, what's he got money? <laughs> my mom got it. <laughs> oh. My mom used to keep it. I used to be lowered down, boy. I mean, I know I look like I, was, I sleep at the bus stop now, but I used to have rugby. You should move back in with your mom. <laughs> no, it's not worth it. She's just yelling at me. <laughs> I used to have a rugby's. You might start looking good again. My mom always says, like, you never dressed as nice as I used to dress you. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. About, you're right. Mm-hmm. Cost too much money. I'm like, why were you doing that? And then there was a point in my life where, like, my feet were growing too fast. So, like, I would get, it was like wearing a six and a half. Then, like, a month later, I'm wearing a seven. I can't, don't, they're too tight. And she's, like, buying me a sneaker at the same I'm like, this is just too much. She just got me some and ones. I would have been happy. M1. Yeah. Well, the Spreewell wore in one. Yeah. Or get the Starberries. Remember them, Jones? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For the day for the streets. They for the folks who can't, yeah. can't afford to be spending $120 on those streets. He's huge in Asia. He's Chinese AI or something. They love yeah. He's got a statue over there. He's a god over there. He could really ball when he got over there. Uh, what? How did that even happen? What? Going to China and balling? Well, he could ball over here. I think he just. Cause remember the Knicks were paying him to not play. Yeah, I think they. Ju- I think he might have got blackballed. Oh, they were like, nah. Cause he never really. I don't even remember him going anywhere else to get a chance. It was like Minnesota. He was old though when he left the Knicks. He was like twenty eight, maybe. Nah, on. come on, boy. Nah, he was not. He 20. just stopped playing. He was with the. Who was he with? The Timberwolves, He's the Mavericks, the, Timberwolves. the Suns, the Knicks was the last and the year. Knicks. Like it wasn't like he was. He was, yeah, he wasn't no spring chicken, but he definitely wasn't. He didn't leave. He didn't leave the NBA at like thirty three or something. Oh, he I left. thought because he played. He played in China for like ten years, so he might be like thirty five now or thirty six. No. Never hear me talk. Yeah, hold on. I'm about to. Hold Dude, up. He's over forty now. Over forty. Yeah. Hold up. Let's see. He played in the NBA from ninety six to two thousand nine. So yeah, he wasn't around for a minute. Hold up. Ah, he is. Yeah. 41. Yeah. He just hit there. But he retired like a few years ago. Yeah. But I'm saying he wasn't a young spring chicken when he when was he left? in the NBA. Yeah, maybe. He's the man. Yeah, they really love him over there. His, he's birthday, like, is, his birthday is in February, too. Oh, February what? The 20th. I knew. I was like, he's not Aquarius. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say that, too. I was like, he's not Aquarius. He's a Pisces. I don't even know anything about that stuff. <laughs> Me either. I kind of hate that stuff. Yeah. I, I hate when someone tries to uh, determine your personality. Like, when was he, like you say something like, when was your birthday? And then you'd be like, February something. But, oh, yeah, a bunch of Aquariuses. Y'all all be like that. And I'm like, motherfucker. Why, then why couldn't you just guess it? <laughs> yeah. You tell me. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I thought you had the, all the information already. Can't yeah. you pinpoint everyone's birthday based off of their personality? Yeah. Yeah, then I tell you, and you try to turn it into some carnival trick. Oh, yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, knew I knew it. I knew it. How much do you weigh? Yeah, I guess I was five pounds off. <laughs> yeah, sure. Fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. asshole. <laughs> so, uh, how's James doing in school? Oh, he's doing so much better. I think I talked about this the other day at Christmas. They, he, I thought, I think a lot of his, his problems in school came from uh, the transition from pre-k to actual kindergarten mm-hmm. i think he just couldn't he didn't want to deal with the 
because we it's a lot of responsibility you're like oh you're a big boy now or whatever and all this like you got to do more more mm-hmm. homework and stuff i think he just wasn't really ready for it and then once he realized how serious it was getting like had a school therapist come in we got connected with this program for him to go to therapy outside of school which he still does uh and then they switched his classroom and then his whole attitude changed and now he's the best Oh, that's good. He like listens. He like it's not being a jerk. He's not bullying any kids. He's not crying and peeing his pants when he doesn't get his way. So I'm happy. And also, I didn't have to like. We just had to change a little, a few things around the house, just a little bit more structure in the house for him to start. You know, getting used to the day to day. Yeah. And one thing I always hated is like because for a little bit they didn't have a dinner a dining room table because like one of the legs had, had broke or whatever. So I went over there and I fixed that. And now you know they, I hate when like it's time to eat and they're like, oh, let me take my food outside the kitchen. First of all, that's trifling. Mm-hmm. I don't like food in the living room, in the bedroom. That's gross. I found a pizza box under the bed. That wasn't me. I never eat in my room. That's gross, man. You had Domino's delivered. I did not have a pizza box under the bed, man. That definitely wasn't me. That might have been Zach. Oh yeah, yeah. Zach was in there for he was in there for a month after me. I don't. Oh, I don't eat under in the room. You don't eat food in the bedroom? No, man. It's gross. You want to take any of that chicken soup up? Chicken soup? What chicken? Or that chicken and rice? What's that? You were always making chicken and rice or something. Yeah, I would eat that in the daughter room and play League of Legends at the same time. Oh. <laughs> and then I would go upstairs. Dante was staying in there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He said Birdie was always outside the door. Oh, waiting for him? Birdie because yeah, he was that. always eating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, Birdie's always out here. Every time, every time I come out here. I was like, yeah, dude. She can smell the why, wings. why are you eating in the kitchen? Yeah, take food up. Yeah, like, I can't eat in my room, man. Well, because I'm a sloppy eater. I don't want to get like no pizza, like Domino's. I don't want to get no pizza in my bed. Yeah. That's gross. I'm supposed to sleep on that. I don't even wear in, any clothes that I wear in my bed. I don't even wear them outside. Yeah, I got I got my bed stuff. got mm-hmm. my outside stuff. You'll never see your boy. I don't even take my trash out in the PJs. Put pants on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm like that. No, that makes sense. I I only sleep in my underpants. <laughs> yeah, no shirt, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Come outside to watch the Sixers game. You're in your drawers, like scratching stuff. Like, hey man, they up by six. Yeah, <laughs> they exactly. lost the other day. Uh, I was bad. Yeah, They're playing it, Utah tonight in Utah. In Utah, that could be a dub. Yeah, Utah's not that good anymore. I don't know what happened. They're favored by five and a half. I think that's only because of the Kyrie game. The Utah's favored? Yeah, because Ky- the Sixers are having problems con- containing guards. Kyrie just went off for 40. Mm. They got Donovan Mitchell. But Donovan Mitchell's been stinking it up. I'm not a big fan of him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Utah, period. Is it like just a town? <laughs> just like, I don't know. Just I never liked Carl Malone either. What? You crazy on that one. The mailman? Yeah. He always looked old. Yeah. He looked like a 36-year-old basketball player. He's 22. His entire career. I'm like, But that's because he spends his summers on a farm in the sun. Spends his having what? He's only, How he, many kids did he have? I don't like, like how Larry Johnson gets all that credit. And everyone ignores 
how Carmelo has the has like all those kids. But everyone, baby mamas all over. Yeah. All right. I fucks with it. Yeah, now you like him? I've always liked Carmelo. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, never I, liked, I never liked Jeff Hornacek. I never liked any of them. Yeah. You tall jazz in general, they're just like not likable. Anything in Utah. I don't know why they're still called the jazz. That whole state. Yeah, <laughs> when they moved from New Orleans. Yeah, that, they should have switched They're not that even allowed with... to play jazz music in Utah, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. It's like medieval choir music. It's all Mormon stuff. It's like uh, Mitt Romney's at the game. <laughs> remember he's at the playoff game last year? Do you remember that? Oh, was he? Yeah, I remember the one, maybe it was like two summers ago. You know how like teams will announce their alternative jerseys for the year or whatever? The mm-hmm. Jazz tried to drop these white power jerseys because they were what? all white. They were they were called white power. It was like white power night because they they were wearing all white. And they had to, they had to shut it down because someone was someone with a brain was like, "Why do you think that this is acceptable?" Oh, but they did. The guy didn't do it in a malice way. He was like, "Most of our most of our best jerseys are white. We're going to do an all white night." Oh yeah, I do remember that because the Heat had an uh, all white jersey that was hot, but theirs said uh, "White Heat." What are you doing over there? I'm trying to adjust my mic. You trying to turn it? No, I'm trying to just. You got I just want it to go up one inch. You like, could just you could just lean the the cage up though. Oh okay. There you go. Got it. Yeah, boy. This thing keeps turning. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, we're all good. All You're right. Getting comfortable. Yeah, so I that I remember that someone put out on Twitter. Yeah, and then the so, whole the the whole stadium had all white yeah. shirts on the back. On the back of the seats, everything was white. And I don't had, know like, how that got that far without someone being like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially for, like, basketball. If it because was everyone game. is, yeah, because it's Utah. <laughs> oh, there's no black no, people there. <laughs> no one has the awareness outside of the uh, the people on the court playing basketball. There's no, in Utah, there's no management or uh, ownership that's black in that state. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, what's the black population of Salt Lake City? 20. It's crazy. Like, that whole thing is based. I always kind of wanted to know what it would be like to grow up in a town that is not predominantly black. Because Philly is, like, a black city. Mm-hmm. It's, like, split down the middle. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like at the least. Like, almost every neighborhood you go into, there's more black people than anybody. Let's yeah. go to like Roxborough and Chestnut Hill. Other than that, it's pretty diverse. I always wanted to know what it would be like to grow up in like Idaho or North Dakota, like some sad ass all white town. Would mm. I be the man? Would I be the coolest person in town because I'm the token black guy? Or would I just morph into one of these black dudes with the really white accent? You would just, uh, yeah, the black dudes with the really weird accent? Yeah. I don't really have the the most Philly accent that I could have, and I was born here, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's some dudes who are from the same block as me. You hear them talking. It's just like all this crazy Philly accent. I don't really have it that much. Well, I think it's already uncomfortable situation, and people just being black in that area is confrontational. So if <laughs> yeah. you if you talk or act or speak a certain really way that's different. People are like, I don't understand. So remember like a lot during this year, we had a lot of 
black people minding their business and people calling cops on them like the yeah yeah the, dude the barbecue the, and the barbecue the girl taking the nap and the waffle house yeah the waffle house thing which was really fucked up um another thing just happened a couple of days ago this kid was at a hotel room he was like 16 or 17 uh he was on the phone with his mom he was on a trip with like his family or something i forget but he was on the phone with a family member in the lobby of this hotel and uh they someone called the cops on him because he couldn't remember his room number and he didn't have his key he was just he but his family was there he just was in the lobby on his phone and uh it's just kind of sucks that we still have to like that's something that like after like the first four times you know yeah like the girl in yell, she's sleeping. Maybe you woke her up and she didn't want to answer the question. All right, like the maybe the barbecue thing. Like maybe you're not allowed to use a charcoal grill at that because that was the one thing at that spot where it's like there actually is a map of places you can and cannot use charcoal grills, mm-hmm. right? So maybe there are a few incidences where you could be like, oh, you know, this person isn't totally in the wrong for being weird. I guess when that lady didn't let that dude into his apartment, that was a really overtly unnecessary racist thing too but now you know it's almost 2019 this kid he's literally just sitting in the lobby of a hotel and they come and kick him out because he's just like he can't remember his room number like i i've been to a bunch of hotels and i can almost guarantee you i never off the top of my head remember my room number well there's there's so many incidents like that yeah um where it's just happening every day. It's just getting reported that, like, um, well, that that uh, that wrestling situation where the guy had dreads and they made yeah. him cut a, cut him off. Me, cut his dreads off. I'm someone saying like no one said anything. They just let it happen. Out of all the people that were there, the adults, the adults, his coach, his teammates. It's like, why are you doing this? He's wrestled here before. No one stood up for him. Yeah. It's it's just. It's not like his hair just got that long no. a day ago. And he's been wrestling his whole high school career or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it, just, it's, that's why I was saying with society, it's like people are so unaware, like, like acting like that is so normal. Yeah. Like not saying anything. Adults. Not saying anything about like, oh, what's like, happening. This is fucked up. <clears throat> and the, it's the as fact, simple as that. Yeah. This is, this is fucked up. And, and no one said anything. That kid won too. I feel sorry for him. Yeah, he looked like sorry, watching bad. that happen. Yeah, that sucks. Like you could see him. Like it was just not. Like it was really messed up. Yeah. And the kids are just sitting there. But no one said anything. People on like, Twitter were also pulling after that. They were pulling up all these photos of like white white wrestlers with giant like just giant messes of hair not really long hair but yeah. just like guys who have like the weird half fro or whatever like mm-hmm. their hair's all frizzed out and it's like no one said anything they didn't make this kid shave his head yeah like that's not the that's not the crew cut sport mm-hmm. you know and then you just got like man i i just deal with this in some ways where just knowing people that Um, like it's perfectly okay to pull black people over 
or black people should be treated with more suspicion. Yeah. Like this is literally how people I know think and are openly saying it. Now, now you think hearing stuff and being black is bad. If you were white and you heard some of the stuff, like it's not leaked on Twitter. People are just like when when you're at the uh, getting your car out of towing, or when you're just doing random stuff at a Wawa, or like they just automatically assume that you're in the. Uh, I don't like black people either. Yeah, you know, what I mean, you yeah. just get like talked to. Um, you believe these niggas? You know, like, like it's just even. What are you talking about, boy? Like I don't get treated. Um. Poorly, but it's just, and I, I think I'm sure it's like it's open, and, and black people see it all the time, obviously. But just it's not as open. It's like not even like a, uh, it's not even like a secret handshake or anything. It's just like they look around. You're yeah, on the corner. It's like. Can't wait to get out of here, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's my house. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there. <laughs> When's your car break down here, too? No. <laughs> or it's just, like, really weird. Yeah. I like um, Manheim Street. You're like, yeah. what? It's uh, weird, too, because, like, as a black dude, I'm on the other side where, like, let's say I'm hanging out with a bunch of white people, and I'm, like, in, like, whatever, Braytown, Fishtown, where it's not that many, you know. And because I don't necessarily like like i said earlier i have a crazy like north philly dude accent you know i like i like the ramones i I show up on a skateboard they'll be like they'll talk to me like at least you're not like one of them and i'm like what do you mean one of the, you know there's a few instances at brewery to- town yeah like certain crime places, and punishment? places like that not crime and yeah. punishment crime and punishment got my i thoughts. thought there was a dude there oh there was a white Same. dude who told me that i was a uh, racist against black people oh yeah He's my friend, or he was my friend. Mm-hmm. I don't really have that. I don't really have any problems with him. He just told me that I was racist against blacks, and that it all came from a place of, of self hate, and I couldn't stand to live with being black so bad that I had to blame the entire community for my own problems. Hmm. Did you open his jaws? No, nah, because then I, that would have been exactly what he expected. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. if you if you beat up one of those people who talk like that, then you just that's exactly what they just say. He's just an angry angry black youth. He needs to go to therapy about his father. But he was just shit. saying he wasn't. What? That you he was basically saying that you were ashamed of being black. He's just he's just racist. Yeah, like that's the thing. Some 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 of the people who on Twitter on Facebook, you know, they might be from the city, they might not. They come to Philadelphia. They love Kendrick Lamar. They love J. Cole. They they mm. they love hip hop. They love certain aspects of street culture. They think because they've had a few black friends that they not only that they understand the plight of the black man, but they're they're like they're an ally. That's mm-hmm. how some of that's how they talk about themselves. Like you can see it on Twitter where people will be like, "He's an ally. She's an ally. Whatever." But they're really racist people who don't believe that black people have the same intellect, can use the same opportunities to to better themselves in life. They feel like black people are just like, in a weird way, pets, where like, 
The same way you talk about your dog shitting on the carpet. That's the same way you talk about black youths in the city. You know, it's all you, you're you're only charitable because it makes you feel better about yourself because, you know, it's like, oh, at least, well, at least I'm not black, which is weird. Like, I don't really feel like the difference is that there is a big difference between growing up. Like, I don't feel like I'm born at a severe disadvantage, like how some of these people see. I think more. I think differently. I think is. I don't know. I don't. I don't know exactly what it is, but I. I don't feel like I would be better off if I was born white, and that's how some of these people. That's what they seem like to me. Like mm. They're like, don't you wish you were like if you were born white, you wouldn't have any problems. And it's like that's not. First of all, that's not true. Secondly, mm. I. I love. I love the fact that I have problems doesn't make me not want to be black. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to take care of my problems. It doesn't make me blame the color of my skin. You know, like when my friends go to jail, my friends die. I don't sit back and think, well, if they were white, that would never happen. I just think about how to stop it from happening or how to change myself and the people around me, so I wouldn't have to deal with that. Yeah. Shout out to the low key racist white people. <laughs> All of- yeah. They're all going to Weaver's Way, you know. They're all, yeah. they're on the same stores as me, you know. They like it. They like a few. They like a few rap songs, and now they think it makes them not racist. But if anything, they're a little bit more racist than some of the people that they want me to believe is racist, you know. Yeah, I get really. Uh, it's <clears throat> weird. I don't like it. Um, we're getting deep. Not not a lot in my friends group. My friend group's different. And my wife and I talk about that. It's like, you know, I don't have a lot of my friends come over because my friends can't really intermingle with best friends. Yeah. They're like two completely different worlds. And what, what two worlds are that? Um, well, you know, a, a lot of my friends are, you know, drug addicts, alcoholics. Oh done lots of time in prison street dudes don't speak well <laughs> well you know i'm I'm pretty vulgar myself and stuff like that and then this is why i say like i'm able to adapt a lot easier to your friend group than your friend group would be able to adapt to my friend group yeah you know what i mean and um but like you, you listen to them sometimes <clears throat> and they're cool they're sweet people and they're not like yeah. but um You know, they're like, well, yeah, I was there. And it was like, oh, I don't, I didn't belong there. And like, I always get like, well, who belongs? If a, if a 10 year old kid is living there, then everyone should belong there. Yeah. Like, like who belongs anywhere? So they don't, so the people there don't belong in Chestnut Hill or you don't belong. Like everyone belongs anywhere. Like yeah. I, I belong in New Guinea. I belong in Iceland. I belong in Beijing, a farm town, anywhere in the world. Like who? Yeah, who decides? Like who decides where anyone? There's not a. I don't feel like there's a place on this planet where you're not where I don't belong. And um, you know, and and like they were talking about. I'm like, you know, I, I've gone down. There. I go to Kensington in seven in the morning. And there's kids going to school, and you're 40 years old saying you don't belong there. Like, yeah. then, then why do those five year olds go into kindergarten? 
belong there. Like just like just that kind of stuff. It, I'm working on it, but you're, it just you're, you're I like on what not getting fired up about statements. Yeah, shit? because it's not like it's just like every time I feel like I'm the dude that's like always saying shit, saying shit. at these parties. So I gotta stop making everybody so fired up. No one else gets fired up. It no, just well, makes like you, people uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, uncomfortable. I yeah, stop. you know what I mean. It's like I think just think the way like. Um, like Beth was saying, oh, look, you were talking about how uncomfortable you were in Anton's neighborhood where you dropped them off. I was like, that's a joke because yeah. we have this running joke. I wasn't, yeah. I was my pretending high, to sound high, like every time you get past broad and not only in Jamaican D's, <laughs> yeah. you don't know where the hell you are. You're like, I, I was like, I, I, yeah, <laughs> I was pretending he's from the suburbs and that kind of stuff, but because I say it all the time, yeah, because people. People, people think that they belong wherever they're supposed to, where they think they're supposed to be. And I don't think like no one's supposed to be, or no one has to be anywhere, anywhere. Like everyone belongs in Beverly Hills, just like everyone belongs at 25th and Somerset. Yeah. Like there is no... The only, the only, it's land. Yeah, and that's, it's a not, place. that's not a crazy statement to think that, you know? It's just a piece of land. It's that's kind of what that, wa- movie Trains Pla- that movie Train Places was about, you know? Yeah, like, I bet you this guy could do... Billy Ray Valentine didn't belong in that at that job. He didn't technically... He wasn't mm-hmm. supposed to be any of those places. But once he got there, he just adapted, and he he did what any other person in that situation would do, which I guess is just become a part of it yeah. he didn't reject it he could have easily rejected that opportunity when you think about it like the second that he got some money he could have went and bought some dope or did whatever he did and then just od'd in the, the street which i guess a lot, a lot of people that can happen to a lot of people but he just treated it like he was supposed to be there yeah because someone told him he was supposed to be there that's just that's how crazy I, yo. Yo, I, you be, yo you be thinking son yo for real yo you be on some shit that's that's some real shit though. Like, yeah. They told him he was supposed to be there, so he just acted like he was supposed to. But like, if he would have walked into that building on his own mm. at the whatever, he would have got club, arrested. He would have got arrested. He like wouldn't. He did the first time. Yeah, but he wouldn't even have thought to try to blend in. He wouldn't have put on a suit, cleaned up anything. He would have yeah. stayed the type of bum that he was. Yeah, because, but yeah, it, it's that too. It, it, it's just all. You know, and I'm like, I always say, like, if a baby, if babies are living there, like, why, why would you feel like You're better you than... shouldn't even drive through there? Yeah. Like, kids are being raised there, and you're all, you're making a statement because you drove through there. Or you, like, it, it's really. There are no neighborhoods in Philadelphia that I do not feel comfortable in. Yeah. I can go anywhere. I mean, maybe if I'm like downtown and like Catherine or something, and I'm like the Zillow, the estimates for the house are like three, three quarters of a million, and I'm just mm-hmm. like nobody down here is cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's nobody, it's nobody for me to hang out with down here. I should bounce, but you could drop me in any neighborhood in a city, and I feel like I'm at home. Which I I think that that's good for me, mm-hmm. and it makes makes it easier for me to talk to people. Like I'll talk to random people in the street all the time. Talk to people on the bus. My Uber drivers. 
Mm-hmm. I love talking to Uber drivers. They always give you some type of weird knowledge or something that you didn't need to know. You know? Yeah. Now I I hear you. But yeah, it's just like <laughs> stuff like that's frustrating me. Are you getting tired? No, no. I'm just getting I don't know, it's the end of the year. I'm just frustrated with a lot of stuff. A lot of people. I just get all not not just people, I just get tired of the grind. Nothing changing. Yeah, I mean like the <clears throat> stuff's getting changing, but it's still gonna be the same for my daughter. You know? Like, you know, when she's getting out and doing whatever and going into the workforce in less than ten years. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? Up. That's creeping up. She's still She'll probably it. start trying to get her first job in like the next two summers or something. Something like that. Some yeah. Shit. You know what I mean? Like I still have to I still have to tell her, like, look, you know, like what what if she goes to college, you know, the most dangerous place to send a woman is college. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't go there alone. Don't <clears throat> walk in groups. Yeah, you know, I was all, someone posted something on Facebook, and I was like, yeah, you know, that's why I'm, like, going to tell my daughter, drink in a group, don't go alone, don't let a dude make your drinks unless you, you're standing right there, you've known him for, or something, like, just don't let, like, you got to, and the person's like, it, you, that's, now you're just uh, blaming the victim or putting it on her. I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm going to tell my to- son the same thing. But you have half of these people out here that have been raised up like their kids can't do any wrong. And whatever they want, they should get. Yeah. Like, I can't. I'm not responsible for all the. I'm responsible for my daughter. Yeah, like, I'm going to teach her. How to defend herself. How to. Yeah. Like, like I'm trying to. How, she has a one in four chance of getting yeah, sexually yeah. assaulted just in those years of college. You know what I mean? And it, it's like now, like. If I have a son, I'm going to teach him about things too. But I, I can't, by telling her, I'm not, like, this is the world we live in. And it's still going to be the same in five years if she goes to college. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like the. She's just being a carpenter. <laughs> and people are like, yeah. She's already rocking dickies with the hammer loop. She's got a champion hoodie. <laughs> is she? Doesn't she have a champion hoodie? Isn't yeah, yeah. Is she yeah. rocking the dickies with the hammer? She might be. That might uh, be in fashion in like two months. You never know. It's just like, and people, you know, and then like, uh, like this guy I know, he's Republican, voted for Trump and everything, and he's like, some guy, you know, talked to my girl a certain way. You can't talk to, you know, they should know better. I'm like, dude, you voted for someone that has... 19 sexual assault you're you're worried so we're in a society that it's okay um don't worry about it. it's probably all 19 cases are a trap for sexual assault yeah. but you think men shouldn't talk to your girl a certain way yeah. like men with the society we have men should be able to talk and we've pretty much trained men should be able to talk and treat women however they want because we elect people and put people in power that can do whatever they want to women. And you're sitting here like you voted for a guy that has 19 sexual assault cases on him. And now you're coming to me that someone talked disrespectfully to your girl. Told your girl to suck his dick. No, no. Just like was like yelling at her or something. What do you mean yelling at her? 
Like, like just like they got in some he, fight, like, like argument. Oh. Uh, He's and like, he raised his voice. sandwich. They were at Wawa. He's like, bitch, get the, hurry yeah, up. I don't know the exact situation, but he was <laughs> telling me because I'm old school. Like, you don't yell at a woman. Yeah. You don't, but I don't, I don't support people and defend people. Who do wild shit. Like who that. do wild stuff like that. Like, it's a, like, figure out the facts, figure out this kind of stuff and all that. But, like, if you have, like, two or three things going for it, and then it's, like, with the Bill Clinton thing, I'm like, if, if our age group was around when Bill Clinton was around, like at that age, like he would have had to step, Al Franken got caught like with those pictures and he stepped down. Like it's different in, in that way. I'm like, so to act like we were okay when Bill Clinton did it, we weren't okay. Our parents were okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? We didn't, they, they were still supporting that kind of stuff with the way they voted still um thinking that that old way of thinking yeah. and now it's going to take how many to undo um shit like that yeah some stuff like that so like th- this whole this whole statement like like i just wish bill clinton would die i wish hillary would just go away like the whole thing is just like it's not it's new blood. It's, it's time not for new blood. It's not who our age group. You know, Obama, as great as he was, he was still like military drones, yeah. doing all that kind Over of stuff, wielding some shit. Yeah, wielding uh, American power and doing all that kind of stuff. Like we're on, we're on a, a different mission, and there's just so much stuff holding back. There's still so much ancient. There's still Bernie Sanders, super liberal Weaver's Way people that love, they love the shit out of black people. Like, it's their favorite thing on the planet. <laughs> but when they accidentally turn on the Somerset and 20th, yeah. they're like, I don't belong here. Weaver, Weaver's Way, when, they're, <laughs> when, they, you know, uh, when they end up, when they make the right on Clobden... And they go to the wrong side of Duval Street or whatever. Like they're they're deep in like Dogtown. They're like, oh. <laughs> but that's <laughs> why I'm saying, waves. yeah, right. Like it, it's like that whole mentality of like, like we're so we feel like we're so far, <clears throat> and, and in some ways we are, but in a lot of ways, like even even the the people that talk are snakes. Yeah, you know what I mean, and they just they do they let out little, they let it out a kibble at a time, but when you realize you get a good talk with um, them, the fuck, you know who they. I, I don't know. I just <laughs> it's the whole thing's just just frustrating. I think I'm just kind of you tired. Just kind of tired of it. You know, I'm just tired. It's the of end the, of the year. Do you feel like you accomplish anything this year? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I I do. I'm excited about um the stuff coming up. I'm getting more organized. Yeah. Um. I'm getting more uh. More control. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to do do more things. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I want to start a podcast. Yeah. Still sober. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Take yeah. Care. Take care if I wasn't sober, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> I you might. I got. I got. I'm a, yeah, I might be crashing on Chris's couch. <laughs> this food time right here, on top of the clothes, it's just <laughs> maybe. Like, I'm good. I might be trying to fit in a guitar case. 
<laughs> I'd be like, Chris, let's go to Bermuda. I th- fit me in one of these guitar cases. <laughs> And we'll go to Bermuda. I'll start getting all grandiose. We're going to make a movie. I'll start getting all grandiose. I'll, I'll have vomit all over myself. <laughs> laying all this kind of stuff. I'll get all, all grandiose. Like, we got to get a video camera and we'll go to Bermuda. I got this great idea for a film. <laughs> um, I think it's I'm going like to. Bird Box, except with Prodigy. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll have Chris. I'll be like, Chris. I'm gonna have you play Orson Welles. I'm gonna we're gonna do a movie about Orson Welles, and you're gonna play Orson Welles, and it'll be like real crazy, <laughs> and it'll show the dichotomy and the um, lack of the demoralization. Yeah, and I'll just start dropping words that don't make sense. Yeah. It'll be a maudlin demoralization of everything deteriorating <laughs> in the rapping. abomination yeah. Yeah. of this nation ah. and we won't eat any crustaceans. And, and uh, Chris is smoking the blunt. He's like, yo, word, word. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's so crazy. What camera do you want? I'll pull up something that's like $18,000. <laughs> And then I'll start doing stuff. I'll start actually, I'll start drinking by the NBC, waiting for a van. I wait for that. I was like plotting on a camera. I'm going to start plotting on a camera. Dude, I'm crazy when I start. Every day at at 6 a.m., yo, my man comes out here. He comes out here. He gets his truck warmed up. What he don't know is this morning, I'm going to take that motherfucking van, son. (laughs) Not just the camera. No, well, you got you gonna take that. You gonna drive the van around the corner. He's like, I'm gonna make it seem like it's a robbery for the van. Yeah. Then I'm gonna hop out with the camera, set that <laughs> shit on fire. <laughs> Dude, I used to like. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, but that's yeah. the kind of stuff I. You I do when I'm drunk. I'm gonna like, start a business. Yeah. <laughs> I I'll sit on. I'll sit in. Chris will come down. I'll be crying. He's like, "Why are you crying, man? What's wrong?" I'll be like, "Chris." Because I have so much I want to do, but they won't let me. <laughs> There's like three empty gallon bottles of vodka next to me. I'm like, they won't let me, man. They're trying to hold me back. I want to do so much. But, man. Yo, you, wanna see, yo, you see these? These handcuffs <laughs> on my spirit. <laughs> yeah. It's just I'm drinking too much. Yeah, you're just drinking. You're I talking can't about, do anything. Yeah, you pick up two bottles of Vladimir vodka. You're like, yo, this is what's holding me back. Son. No, I won't even say it's that. Oh, you won't even say it's I won't alcohol. even acknowledge You'll that say I'm drinking. Like you keep saying them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I won't even acknowledge. It's like, I've, you know how hard I've tried? I haven't tried anything. <laughs> you haven't done anything. <laughs> you know how hard I've you tried? Because you wake up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and you're like, mm, I got I got a bowl skin with only one page on it. <laughs> I'm like, look at these ideas. Yeah, that's me, yo. <laughs> look at yeah, these yeah. ideas. Yo, I caught these two <laughs> journals from Brandless, this website I love. And I was like, yo, I'm going to start writing jokes again. <laughs> no, and not. I wrote, I did, though. I wrote three jokes. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, it was like, I don't wash my hands when I go to the bathroom because uh, my dick is clean. Dude, know, that's from Ali. I know my dick is clean because I sucked it off <laughs> for something really gay. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, but if your mouth was on it, it's dirty. <laughs> my mouth was clean because I brushed my teeth. Yeah, but after you brush your teeth, 10 minutes later, there's all kinds of bacteria. Yeah, I pee after I brush my teeth. I brush my teeth. I pee. I suck it off. <laughs> I suck it off. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know if I tell that one. It's yet. a working bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm working on it. It's really somewhere. funny. That's why you got to write it down. It's really funny. Yeah. Sometimes they don't work that well when I write them down. Sometimes it works really well if I just think of the first line and then I just go riff. Yeah. At an open mic or something, <sighs> which I haven't done in a minute. So yeah, so I'm 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 excited about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, we're almost at 2020, man. Think about that. It's crazy. Yeah, in the seventies and eighties, they had all these movies about what the twenty tens was going to be like. None of them came true. <laughs> yeah, well, it can't yeah. change our society. You know how long it's going to take. You know how long it, it, th- this is what we're dealing with—the generation that. Oh man, modern technology moves at an astound. Like medical science moves at a weird pace. Like it goes from like twenty years of it not like being in clinical trial, and then once it becomes a thing. Then it's really easy to get shoulder surgery. It's really easy to get prosthetics. It's yeah, weird, but you know but what I'm saying is the generation that's been in power for so long, the baby boomers. Like my mother-in-law will come over to my house, leave the door wide open. The kids are at school. No one else has been there. The dogs are running around. All the cold air is coming in, and they'll go and be like, "Oh, gee, can you just make sure the door?" I, what? <laughs> I closed the door. No, it was just. It was. I closed the door. Was, you guys must have come. I was like, no, no. It's wide I, open. I guarantee you, none of us were in here. Mm-hmm. Beth's at the gym. <laughs> she I hasn't been home since eight o'clock. Yeah, that, like you're the only one that that came in. Oh, like they can't even like a mistake like that. Like they can't even say, "Oh, no problem." Oh, you know what I mean. And they've yeah. been running the country because ever since they were younger, they came from they were doted on and then marketing because they were the largest population there for so long now all the politicians are do- everyone's been do- that like you can't even tell them to close the door without it turning in to some like 10 minute explanation of why it's actually wow, never my fault it, yeah. <laughs> no it, it actually turns into something that's the other person that's saying asking you so now when you talk to them you have to go in this weird 10 minute conversation you can't even approach it like, Hey, I know it probably wasn't you, but if it happens to be you at some point, yeah, like, I don't know if you actually there, left it open, but if you did, can you change this? Yeah. Like, nah. I'm not saying that, that you did or that like, you did it on purpose, which is another thing where it's like, you can't even be like, I'm pretty sure you didn't do this on purpose, but next time can you make sure not to No, you can't even say can't there's even no self-awareness at all, <clears throat> you know? And, and to fix that, you know what I mean? From it's just uh it's just gonna take a a really long time yeah, to undo have to die. I all that t- toxic. I remember one time I came <clears throat> into the kitchen and you were like cooking dinner or something and I was like, What's going on? He's like Every, all all these people just need to die. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Who use like all of us? So just, just like let the next people <clears throat> just let them realize our mistakes and keep keep it pushing. Yeah, like when Isabella's like seventy. Yeah, when we'll, yeah. Yeah, because like look, my in-laws grew up in Pittsburgh and black people weren't allowed to swim with white people. So you have a whole you have a whole huge voting block. That's like, "Oh, well, no. Now when I when you drive by that pool in Pittsburgh, black and white people are swimming together. Like this whole race thing is made up. Everything's fine. Like you got to get rid of the people that don't they just got to die the people that think progress is by sharing a swimming pool 
And then it's like, no, this whole the, like they we just got to get rid of the people that were around for that whole thing because it's not yeah. or, or voting. You know, well, I remember that there's voting now or that there's there's no fraud. There's nothing like they just all I saw colors in the pool at the rec center. Yeah, this is a very progressive neighborhood. It's a very progressive country. Or that so much has changed that they can't believe people are still saying that is that true. Wasn't there like a poll a couple of months ago where uh, they asked people from different countries all over the world? They're like, "How comfortable are you with someone of a different race?" It didn't say what race, of a race not like yours, living next door. And for most of the Eastern world, it was like, "I'm not fucking with it." Like, one is a fucks with it, five is definitely not fucks with it, and that all these countries were like five, five, fives, and it's just like you get to like the tail end of Europe. Where there's a lot of some somewhat brown people, and then you get to the Western world, the Americas, and everyone in the Americas is like, "Yeah, it's totally fine to have someone who is not that doesn't look like me live next door to me." Mm-hmm. So it has changed a lot. Yeah, it's just so much more that we could do to make it better. But it's a survey. It makes it true. Yeah, it makes it better when people like think of all the great things that we have because people got over their racism. Mm-hmm. Basketball. You know, there was a time with sports, you couldn't have black dudes in the team. The NBA used to have a rule where you can only have one black guy. You know? Same thing with baseball. No brown people. Now look at all the different shades of brown that are mm-hmm. on baseball teams. Like, yeah. there's like, it's, it's weird how, like, all the people's interest, like, their favorite things to do or their hobbies have made them weirdly less racist. How many billionaires are black? Are black? We working on that, son. There's been people who've been flaming uh, the Kardashians because uh, the Forbes list came out and like Jay-Z and Kylie Jenner have like the same amount of money. And then it's like we we do all this stuff to get it up here and they just have to be born with it, which I can see some of the frustration. Kylie Jenner is she that has, like, rich? This, she has like this, the same amount of money. She tried to become the world's youngest uh, self-made How? billionaire. How does she have that much? What does she even do? She has like a makeup line. Uh, that she just started like a couple months ago, and she has like really nothing. She's just famous for being famous. Yeah, I hate that. I'm sorry, the Kardashian. What 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 are they? Albanian, Armenian, Armenian. They're not black. There's no way. Like if they're at a job, if they're, they're at a they're, job interview, they're no one's going to be like, "Are you? Are if they put white down, no one's going to question." They're uh, white Middle Easterns. That's all that they are. But they do come from a really... That type of... Like, that te- that country is really shitty. Mm-hmm. But they all come here and, like, they become, like... They work at pawn shops and shit. And they, like... I don't know. Yeah. I always have the... Like, the job interview. It's like the... the I think there's a lot of struggle with, like... The LGBTQ community, yeah, I am. but you don't. Not that it's bad, not that it's good, but you don't have to be gay in a job interview. Like you, yeah, when no it, one will, no one has to know. Yeah, like if you're black, Spanish, or whatever, when you go in there, you're like know. you can't, you can't pretend. They ask you on the application, by the way. They ask you like, yeah, what your shit is. Yeah, so the chances of you even getting a callback, they did they did uh, studies on that, like the callbacks, 
with an ethnic sounding name and a white sounding name is completely. Last thing before I get, because we, we got to get out of here soon. Uh, I worked at FedEx uh, most of this year, and there was a job title, there was a position that opened up. Uh, De- like dangerous goods, someone or whatever. Mm, like they sounds like my first album. <laughs> yeah, dangerous. Dana is a great album name. So, uh, a lot of people from my FedEx, from my actual building, applied for it, which it helps if you have been, if you worked at that spot, because it's different. Every the math is different everywhere, and what's allowed is different everywhere. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of people who applied for that job who had the experience of being there, but. There was a large black population at that FedEx. So the guy that got the job was a white dude from Memphis. <laughs> and it was like 20 black people that applied for the job and at, at my thing. And the the manager at that at my branch of FedEx was uh notoriously biased against black folks. Like she only hired she only hired she white? She was white. She only hired, like, there was a couple management positions that came up, and she gave the jobs to, like, white people with, like, less experience and less time in and who weren't as good at, as, as good at their job. Like, right before I left, she hired this dude who was notoriously known for not being good at his job. She had promoted him to, like, a management position, like, right before I left. And there was, like, all this, be like, man, this racist bitch. This motherfucker, he'll never work. Yeah. <laughs> and then now he's like a manager making mm-hmm. like 50 or 60K a year while everyone else is like on part-time hours, got to do doubles. He never worked. He never worked hard. And now he's like the man. But it's whatever. You got any closing statements before we get out of here? Yeah, I'd like to thank Chris for letting us use his spot. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Um, I wish everyone a happy new year. Yeah. Uh, People are going <clears> to <throat> hear this after New Year's. And I get a little... I'm a little tired, so I sorry if I was a little down today. But I, there is a lot of things to be excited about. Yeah, I'm just uh, my kids are in school, so I'm a little. It's a lot going on. The education system is really. <laughs> I feel that way too, man. Yeah, it's like me being back there. I just remember how much of a torture yeah. it was, and just made to feel odd, like you're less than or weird because you're not successful grade wise. Yeah, that is and true. that kind of stuff. They they base a lot of a kid's um, worth on their grades, arbitrary grades mm-hmm. that like don't really and, mean anything. Yeah, so it, it, that's really all my. It's bothering you. Yeah, especially yeah. when you know your kids are like. You don't have to think that they're a genius, but you could tell that they're smart. Yeah, you, know, you could tell that they're good at problem solving or like figuring shit out or like following certain directions. Yeah, and you're like, there's no way that they're as bad as these people think that they are. Yeah, exactly. So, and I think that's like that with all these kids that get labeled bad or all these kind of things by a teachers that don't have kids. Yeah, and b who've only known them for like three months. Yeah, think about it. Yeah, and, and, and that kind of stuff. And so, anyway, but yeah, I'm excited about what's coming up. And yeah. uh, and so Big shout out to, to Germantown. Yes, sir. And uh, uptown, and uh, you know, I don't. What's this, New Jersey? Where are we at? <laughs> We're in Alney. Oh, Alney. Oh, Alney. All right. We're also known as Allentown to Ben. <laughs> every time, every time he gets out of. Where's the mall at out here? I have no idea. <laughs> Is there a mall here? The front, front, Alney, right there. That's the mall right there. <laughs> That's where you go. <laughs> Thanks for everyone for listening. It's your boy Sweet Dog. We'll holler at you. Peace. Peace.
Peace. Happy New Year.